The Perth Football Podcast is proudly brought to you by Macron Store Perth, an industry leader in quality teamwear specialising in grassroots, semi-pro and professional team attire. Visit the Macron Sports Hub Perth Facebook page for more. Thank you to Macron for helping us keep the pod running and for their continuous involvement in community sport. Oh, the party was hot. The party was jumping. Bayswater bounced back, making it four on the spin for Nobin's boys who now top the table. The literal boys from the glory, while the girls slash ladies slash women in the Perth Red Star and Perth Soccer Club are tied at the top after the weekend with the NTC and Frio breathing down their necks. All that plus doggos on this week's explicit edition of the Perth Football Podcast. And welcome back, everyone, to the Perth Coronation Podcast. We're talking all things royalty, except for those two that we don't like to talk about, the ginger and the uh, the other one. Um, but, you know, I was up wearing my crown, watching the ceremony, ready for the, you know, the anthem at Anfield, and they apparently they didn't play it. I didn't get to hear it. Um, but all jokes aside, let's uh, skip on from that, because we'll get a little bit too sidetracked. And we've got a couple of very special Keep guests. politics out of sports, Sean. Yes. Oh, of course, except for the poppies. and the Anyway, let's not dive into that. Um, we also have uh, a couple of very special guests in. That was producer Kalichi. You know his dulcet tones. We've also got uh, Betim Ziba. Hey, how are you doing? We're very well. Welcome uh, to the team. Uh, this is your first, uh, yeah, your first performance, your first outing. Um, how are you feeling? The hamstrings loose. You're ready to go. I mean, everything's always tight. I don't stretch, which okay. probably James over here won't like too much. Okay, but uh, feeling good. Okay. Well, um, why don't you stretch? I don't too too time consuming, you know. Yeah, I can't be bothered stretching. There's there's, there's been a lot of science on stretching <laughs> as well. Uh, well, I'm actually very interested to hear uh, your take on that, uh, James, because uh, we have you've already alluded to another very very special guest in here. Just tell me if I've got the wrong uh, Wikipedia page up. 188 <laughs> games and six goals for West Ham. Finished his career at Ipswich Town and now is uh, head of sports science at Bayswater City. James Collins. Yeah, that might be a different James Collins. I think. Okay. All right. Oh, never mind. Were, were you a that one. Your age, a little James bit Collins. older than and me. Not, not. I was looking at his picture. He's not as handsome either. So uh, we're, we're glad to have you in, um, even if he wasn't the James Collins that Kalichi uh, ex- well, made me expect. Um, but tell me, tell me about stretching. So Betim's telling me he's not a big fan of stretching. Where, where, what's the science currently on stretching? Because I actually find that quite interesting. All of a sudden, like I heard after playing loads of footy when I was a kid and you'd all sit in a circle and do your static stretching before every game and every training. And then all of a sudden you I don't heard want that a static stretch before a game. You don't yeah. want a static so stretch. So tell us what's the, what's the go uh, these look, days? The, the science now is sort of, we look at dynamic stretches rather than static stretches. So we're always moving, always moving about, getting the body active rather than the static stretches. We just sitting down, yeah, just getting lazy almost. So, so the, so the static stretching is not nah. a thing you do at all. Maybe very minimal. But not what about what about at home after I've been at the pool and I just want to like keep the muscles moving static stretch at all or just go do some dynamics? I'd rather say to go do some dynamics or foam roll. After, okay. after exercise, foam rolling, foam roll and releasing and release. Yeah, yep. boy! Wow, there you go. All right, so before we get into all the juicy MPL action we had over the weekend, there was a bit of juicy uh, Premier League action that we haven't quite caught up. Stat man, Kalichi, pull up those numbers uh, two weeks ago. You had Liverpool at 10% chance of making the top four, our beloved Reds. Uh, now, then, then I think we had a Arsenal and Manchester United winning a weekend ago. Bumped us down to about 5%. What is it looking like now after David De Gea has handed uh, West Ham three points and Arsenal got back to their winning ways against Newcastle? Uh, after both Manchester United and uh, Newcastle United, after the Uniteds both lost, uh, Liverpool now have a 27% chance of winning the league. Of oh, not winning the league. No. <laughs> Coming in the top yeah. four. Calm down, mate. But that's two coin flips. That's Bright, not bad. Brighton have gone from less than 1% to 7%. Ooh, there we go. Uh, how far down do you have to go to get to Chelsea? Uh, they they don't have any numbers for Chelsea. Okay, well, the sigh there. To get rele- relegated, make the Champions League or win the league. It kind of seems like it might just be. They can't do any of them. Yeah. But they do have more than 40 points, mate. So celebration time. Yeah, it's there. celebration time. We're safe from relegation. <laughs> yes, we Always did. a positive. We didn't get to James's affiliation. That was why I alluded to, to Chelsea. So, James, as a as a Chelsea fan, obviously it's it's we've we've had the Roy Hodgson seasons. We've had tough times as well. So we we would empathise if, if it wasn't Chelsea. But we we could empathise if we chose. They've to. got lovable players now, uh, which is the worst part how, about Chelsea. How do you what what's going on with uh, with getting Frank back? That's the question we've been asking for the last few weeks. It's a decision that surprised me as well. I've got to be honest. I was expecting to see someone else, someone of higher calibre, back. But Frank's a club legend, so that's why he got that, brought back in. That's what it feels like to me. Is it's almost like it's it's quite a cowardly move appointment by the ownership to say like, look, 
we can actually go and try and find a manager that we want to drive this club forward. We can actually plan ahead, which he doesn't obviously seem like he wants to do, this uh, this Todd fella. Um, no, but his problem is he plans ahead way too much, handing out eight-year contracts. <laughs> <laughs> but, but instead he's gone, well, I know Frank's going to be – he's not going to be – booed off the pitch every week. Whereas if he got in, if he got in Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer, who like are at the same level of managerial achievement so far, um, obviously it wouldn't go so well. I, yeah, it, yeah. I think it was just a bit of a safe appointment to be honest, yeah. rather than going being, being a risk taker. Yeah. So safety, sa- safety. safe's a nice way to put it. Cowardly's the, um, the mean way to put it, I like, guess. You, you had two shul, lost a few games. Everyone's ranting for him to come out. Now you've got Lampard, first win in God knows how long. Looking back on the old days, thinking how good it was. Welcome to Roman Abramovich versus Tobolo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, I never thought I'd hear the day that someone would be like, bring back the Russian oligarch <laughs> who was had ties with Putin. Be- but here we are. <laughs> let's, let's go back to Betim because Betim is the uh, Arsenal fan. I don't know if we mentioned that just yet. Uh, he also. Yeah, where, what are those? Team. You didn't give us those numbers yet on the uh, on uh, on the title race. Betim, are you before he gives you that percentage? Are you holding out any hope now that you've? Knocked off Newcastle. I, as as someone that's you know been in very painful title races with uh, not personally, but uh, with with Manchester City before, it's so hard to see them ever dropping points. No, like Manchester City are those type of teams where they'll thrash a top four to side, but then lose to like a Brighton or a Brentford, which I'm holding out for. Yeah, I mean you got Haaland, twenty year old man puts his hair down, scores a banger, like just living life. It's that that was a that was a picture, wasn't it? Erling Haaland with the with the locks. He's just like decided, done with the hairband. I need one for the um, I don't know for the Instagram with the hair out. So he goes and scores like the record breaking goal. <laughs> Pantene, Provine, or Nivea. Like some of them need to like have a phone call with them and be like, mate, we've got a deal for you. Yeah, right? well, uh, I, I think he's looking at them saying, mate, I do not need you. Have you seen my hair? Surely, he just wants to make the money, mate. Yeah, oh, he should start his own bloody um, like hair product. It'll be sorted he out. Could do, yeah, yeah. Go yeah. independent, like the, the Snoop Dogg, um, the Snoop Dogg uh, route of just <laughs> having like a hundred different products that he sells. Thought you were going to mention other products, Sean, <laughs> and I was going to have to beep you there, mate. No, uh, that's all right. We'll get onto those later. Hopefully, by the time we finish recording this, uh, the greatest man's just walked in. We'll get him on the uh, on the air later. Um, look, let's dive into some action. Um, Before we do, uh, percentage for Arsenal to win the oh, league. Thank you. Yes, sorry, thirteen percent chance. <laughs> Hey, you know what? We went from ten percent to twenty-seven percent. Just need a, a result, mate. You just need a result. You just need you just need them to draw against someone, and all of a sudden, that final day heartbreak will be yours because they they won't slip up against two, but they'll 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 draw against someone. They'll give you that final day, <laughs> and uh, yeah, as someone who's been through the uh, <laughs> thinking that Philip Coutinho's won us a title, uh, let's I can't even go back to that. I'm going to start crying. Um, so. Let's move on to the NPL and no better place to start than at the very, very top, which is where a team that after two or three weeks, I was pretty much riding off in, in Bayswater City. Now, obviously, this league goes up and down and, and it's so hard to predict from one week to the next. But I'm sure you'll agree, James, performances the first two or three rounds were just not anywhere near the level that I've come to expect from Bayswater. Not, I'm sure not what you think of as acceptable. What what has changed? They've, you've gone from I think what four wins on the bounce now. Uh, it started with the drawn two losses or something, and and it wasn't just the losses; it was the manner of these losses. I saw the Coburn game, and I mentioned it a lot. And you should have lost by five goals that game. It was that bad, and it, almost overnight, it seems like you know we've speculated on Cam Edwards coming in and making a big difference in the midfield. What has changed, and or is, was it just a couple of bad days at the office? Obviously, Cam Edwards is is a big, big input for us. He does a lot for the team in the midfield. Midfield, He's sort of, he works forward, he works back. He does his defensive duties and he puts balls in good spots. So, yeah, so Cam obviously helps. But obviously, the back line has helped. Suddenly, they're a lot more stable, a lot more solid, playing balls where they should be. No Hesketh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that, Steve. No comment. Steve, I love you, mate, but come on. We all love Steve. Yeah, so so now this is off the back of uh, a 2-0 win over Floriet, who... First clean sheet since 2021 at home. Ooh. Ah, Statsman Kalichi, well done. He, Thanks, tried Tommy. To, you Thanks tried, Tommy. Yeah, but you tried to rattle off that stat a week ago and you got it wrong. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so that's a couple of clean sheets now, and obviously defensive solidity, you've, it's not necessarily been the... Players have been making terrible mistakes, although there have been a couple here and there in the in the early rounds. It was more the 
there was just that real lack of cohesion between the back line and the front line, which would almost look just like you got four at the back with a couple holding and then five at the front and then just... You say a couple, but it literally was one person at, yeah. at, at certain times, right? Because they had Gordon Smith playing in the midfield and they'd had Steins playing in the midfield for a couple of those games. And so you've got Sammy Dway out wide on one side, T-Boy wide on the other side, and you've got two other players who were naturally attacking players. And so when it looked good, you battered teams. But when it looked bad going the other way, you're going... It's just, it's just like you said, it's just Declan, um, Declan Hargreaves in the midfield, and then you've got the two centre halves going. Guys, please, someone come back. Mm. Yeah, I think that's the thing. The work rate from the forward guys has improved massively. They've started working back, tracking back, helping the defenders out, the midfield out. All of a sudden, we're a lot more stable, a lot more compact, and a lot more hard to break down, which always helps. Yeah, but so, so what? What has that simply just been the message? The message has been, guys, track back, or 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 or, or has that been like a different kind of change I mean, that, in the style? That of was play? an issue, wasn't it? There's there's no getting around it. They the forwards weren't working those the games that I saw yeah. early in the season. Ah, uh, look, the message has always been the same. It's just now it's actually being put into place by the players. So we've always been trying to play that way of football, but now all of a sudden something's clicking, something's clicking, and then we're working harder as a group, and then yeah, it just develops that from there and then we're scoring goals which always helps as well it's it's genuinely unbelievable to look at this I, I think after three rounds I was talking to a good friend of the pod Louis Granich and he was saying I'm looking at the table I know it's only three rounds in but in a few weeks you could flip it and put the bottom three at the top three and I wouldn't be surprised and I think I think that was maybe Sterling Bayswater there was you know at Kingsway yeah, oh yeah exactly and I, and I think that almost has happened the last couple yeah. of weeks as well the bottom teams are now at the top and the top teams are now at the bottom yeah and, and Perth being a prime example so how do you approach this we talk about it all the time about how unpredictable this league is and I I don't think there's any I, I mean now you look at Sorrento and you think they look like they're falling away and maybe other in quote unquote easy beats this year but but you're not going to go into that game thinking it's it's a guaranteed three points how do you approach games where every week you you know you could you could get you could not just lose but get to, like like I was saying Coburn could have beaten you by five goals because you didn't turn up that week so how do you keep that motivation knowing every single game is going to be tough look the message is simple it's we always focus on the next game and that's it Nothing more, nothing less. What a cliche merchant, eh? <laughs> no, but there's a reason for it, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And we're always chasing the team above. So that's what we're focused on. And now we're staying there. Now well, we're now up the top. Now we've got to stay there. So that's uh, the goal. Who, who are the players? Obviously, you've got a very experienced group of players. Players who have been there or thereabouts, who have won, who have played overseas, who have played pro. Um, who are the guys in the change rooms who are kind of like leading that change for, for a difference? Because you do still have some young guys there who, you know, like Sammy Dwight, who is a, a mercurial talent but needs a bit of polish. Look, we've also got Deck. Deck's massive in the change room. Deck will lead, lead the team from the front. Can they understand him? <laughs> some of them. They struggle, but he's there, thereabouts. We've got Jason Mirko. We've got Heskey, obviously. We've got Dunbar. We've got Steinze. We've got the lot, and yeah. So the young boys, they do, they do look up to them. Even the twenties that come through. So we've got a few young twenties that train with us regularly. So yeah, they're always looking through, looking up, and the twenties are now looking up as well and thinking, how can I get in that team? How important is Mirko? Because obviously he is he is a player who I love watching as a as a right back who can barely defend but can get up and down the field, and he's been obviously hurt. He's coming back from injury. I saw him play in the midfield um, for a little bit in that in that game against Sterling. But if this is someone who is really impactful, really influential, and kind of been on the sidelines for a while, maybe his morale hasn't been quite high. But now that he's getting back in shape and he's now on the team, is that influencing things as well? Look, we love Jace. He's, he's a very versatile player. He can play winger, fullback, centre-back, centre-mid. He can play pretty much anywhere on the park. I don't know. Maybe we'll try him goalkeeper next. Um, yeah, but look, he does. He, he leads the team. Even when he's sat on the bench, he's talking. He's talking to us the coaches. He's talking to the players. So, yeah, he's good. Well, we didn't get the uh, answer from... Uh, Tommy on this, but the flip side of the Bayswater to Florida nil result is, I asked him last week if if Bayswater go and beat you three uh, nil or beat Florida three nil, is it time to start panicking yet? Because he's holding off; he doesn't want to press that panic button. He doesn't like to have an opinion or make a decision. Um, so I, I really just, I really need it. Can you just crack that door? Uh, just to, can you just open that door for me? Just to, just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Hey Josh, did Tommy is it panic button time yet at Florida? Did he say, or did you not ask him? Okay, that's enough. We'll get you in and we'll talk about it more later. Yeah, Tommy, Tommy's still saying no. Um, but, I mean, guys, it is, it is starting to get a bit of a worry. That's, it's bad performances. It's 
weeks with multiple red cards. I keep saying it. We've seen this Floriot before, and I don't know. It feels like it's falling apart. Is it falling apart at Floriot, James Collins? I'm, I'm no one to put my hand on what's happening at Floriot, but yeah, who knows? Yeah, yeah, good. It's yeah. three losses in a row. Like, obviously, better you, you manage a football team. So, what what happens when you've gone through that patch? Like, what's the message? What's what what are you trying to do or change um, to kind of get back to winning ways? I guess it's um, figuring out what is the reason, whether it's tactics, whether it's morale, whether it's cohesion. Football, football like, heritage. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> obviously, men's and women's a bit different on how you approach things, as I've learned through coaching. Um, but I mean, if we lost three in a row, I'd take in the factors of why, and I'll just try and find a way to get them going again, regardless of the scores. Work on what, I mean, worked on do what you, cost us the goals. And do you change shape? Do you do you play players in different positions? Do you decide to get Cam Edwards fit and healthy and play him in midfield? <laughs> oh, look, I did get a few NPL players down uh, to help me out, which has been quite nice. But uh, honestly, it really depends. If we're getting stuffed down the left, well, it's got to be got to take a look and say, well. Why is that? Well, we know just happen, just you know? start tucking you right back into centre midfield, and uh, we've just get Trent Alexander Arnold spraying balls around. You know, get innovative. Maybe <sighs> that's the. I need someone that can defend though. So okay, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Get him out of that position. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's let's move along. So those are the uh, well, that was the score from the the top of the league now, Bayswater City, and we also had Perth nil, Sterling Macedonia four. We will um, oh, we've already spoken about that on the full time whistle. Uh, Tommy and Josh got into that yesterday, but. Big result that puts Sterling up in in the top four and Perth, you know, we're talking about panic stations at Floriat, five nil and four nil back to back for Perth. Fourteen goals conceded in the last three games, which, yeah, which which is just not their MO, especially considering last season where defensive solidity was their calling card. Right, they had the best defense in the league or defense, mm-hmm. sorry, Sean, uh, yes. in the league, but then attacking wise, they had the third worst attack. So. It kind of looks like the attack isn't that great right now, or the defense isn't that great that right now. Yeah, when you when you lose four nil and five nil, it's uh, you you can't really say <laughs> which one's the problem. It's all it's all a problem at the moment. Um, and you know what? I'm thinking that this is uh, this is the football gods uh, just smiting uh, Perth ever since Sam Cook tried to punch that ball in to the back of the net and claim a goal. <laughs> so Sam, look, I mean, it is it all your fault? Have you got a, a, a Sam Cook quote for me? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. I don't have any negative Sam Cook quotes. So all of them are like positive and lovey dovey. But yeah, yeah, there's nothing positive and lovey dovey at the moment at Perth. But as we know, as we've seen with Bayswater, things can turn around very, very quickly if you get things going the right way. Um, a team that I can't figure out whether they've got things going the right way or not. We might have to ask our, uh, the great John O'Reilly what is going on at Armadale because they keep smashing goals in. Occasionally they'll get. They got torn apart by by Red Star, but other than that, they've been scoring fours and fives. And this week, it was five three win at home against Balcata, um, and a Balcata side that we thought, hey, these guys might be serious about the top four. They're just looking very very strong. And, and I mean, some of the defending on some of the goals that I, I watched there, it was it was a bit shambolic. It again, just another crazy team that you can't. Well, two crazy teams I can't figure out. It's uh, it's just the story of this league, right? The, the interesting thing about the – have any of you guys see the highlights from that game? So I, I saw some of the goals from it, and it was like, yep, Balcata uh, set piece. Bang, 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 header, far post, across the box, goal. And you're like, okay, cool, they're good at set pieces. I never thought that they'd concede five. Like, ne- never thought that they'd concede five. And again, Armadale, good side, good attacking players, play positive. Chris Jackson got himself – uh, I think he got a hat trick, or may- maybe maybe four. four. He got four. Yeah. Sorry, Chris. Sorry, Chris Jackson. Sorry, Chris Jackson. <laughs> I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. Um, you, did, you did that on purpose. Um, but but he, he tucked away two penalties. So that's that's the one that's a little bit weird for me. Is conceding five is not Balcata's mo. They like to stay tight. They like to keep it compressed. I mean, they kind of stifled you guys when you guys played them, and you probably made it hard for you guys to beat as well there as well. Yeah, they're definitely a tough team to play against. So yeah. There were one of the goals. I mean, I didn't see who the player was, and it's probably a good thing for him. But the one where the defender comes charging out to to win the high ball, uh, uncontested, completely misses it and goes over his head, off the back of his head, and in for an own goal. It's, it's sometimes when things just start going wrong in those games and like panic stations hit, players just start making the most ridiculous mistakes. And I mean, this is a league where it just happens more than more I than still think else they'll be fine. I still think they'll have enough to be fine. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, oh, I, I, it, 
at the start of the season, we do our predictions and we're like, honestly, there's not a whole lot of media out there on, you know, who's moving where, any rumor mills or anything. So science so, is like this. So, so we, yeah, we are just, we are flying blind. We have no idea what we're doing. We make the predictions anyway, except for Tommy. Um, but we're just guessing. I reckon if I made my predictions now, I have less of an idea than I did at the start of the season. Who's going to finish where? It, it is that wild. I was down at uh, Dalmatinats Park, Coburn, Inglewood, 1-1. No Harry Evans uh, with an injury. No Michael Domfe, who's flown off to Deutschland for uh, some trials. Um, second division Good luck, Michael. German team or something. But yes, absolutely. Best of luck, Michael. Uh, and yeah, they struggled really to be cohesive going forward. I talked a little bit about that as well on the full-time whistle on Sunday. So go give that a listen if you're bored. Um, the other results, Olympic Kingsway now really greasing their wheels and getting running. They've, they haven't looked bad in any games, but they, I was getting worried for them after three rounds when they weren't, there were three losses on the bounce. It was maybe just looking like, ah, they're just not quite cut out for this level. And again, they've, uh, they've turned that on its head and, and now are looking like a really dangerous team, uh, to play. Have you guys played them yet? Uh, we played them in the cup. Got yes. beat three two. Yes, ninety third yep. minute winner. So, what, what, like looking at them, they are they're a very interesting team to talk about. Uh, they're obviously technical. They keep the ball. Kalichi loves to say they're the best team in the league between the two penalty areas, um, and just maybe don't have that cutting edge at either end. Uh, but now, they're, yeah, they're starting to show a bit of solidity, and they're putting balls away. What's the ceiling for them? Do you think? Oh, look, I don't think the ceiling's really like word. Word. They're sort of they're working forward. They worked hard. They work very hard. They do. They're a hard working side. They put tackles in. They're solid at the back. They don't concede many. But yeah, so they look hard. They're hard to play against. And if they don't concede, they usually score one or two. Can you? Can you? Depending on how much you can say, but what was the idea that you guys kind of took into that game going against them? Obviously, it's a cup game, and you're probably playing different players and different situations. But what was the idea that you came up against them to say this is the best way for us to get a result here? Oh, look, I think it was just work, work inside down the back. And use the wings, and then once we're down there, we'll put crosses in. That's how we scored both of our goals. So, all right. Well, moving on to the final result of the round, another team I thought I had pegged uh, was uh, well, eight. Well, I thought I had Perth Glory pegged. They're just going to score buckets of goals, and every game's going to be five four. Um, they held Perth Red Star to one goal, a team that I'd decided we're going to score six goals every game and now win the league because they just really hit their straps. And yeah, Perth Red Star one, Perth Glory two. I mean, this is another team that uh, probably the hardest team to figure out every single season is these Perth Glory under 21s. What's has, has anyone seen much of them? I, I haven't caught a game of them yet, but they are doing very, very well. I think they're tied up up the top, right behind you guys in in second spot. Unbelievable performance from these kids. What's what are they doing right? Scoring goals. <laughs> that, that helps. Scoring a lot of goals. That helps. That's a good Always answer. Always helps. So. Yeah. But they haven't been keeping them out. That's the that's the problem that they have. I think it was five four. They beat no four three or something. They beat Inglewood and five four Coburn. It's can we can we get real stat? Well, we're real, real like stat nerdy here, Sean. That's all we do, Kalichi. Yeah. So I I was I thinking he asked permission though. He knows his place. I was thinking about this game right because Glory get back into the game because of a mistake by um by good defender Ryan Finney who's been scoring goals, doing really well defensively. So obviously an aberration in, in terms of what he's, he's been, been doing. So scoring far. goals. How many goals has he scored? Two. <laughs> as a as a centre back. Okay, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I think you still need to get three before you can say he's been scoring goals. I believe you're just singular fact, and you're plural. Just factually correct. <laughs> I think yeah, it's okay, singular okay, and yeah. plural. Look, it's All not, right, okay. It's, it's my second right. language, so I could be wrong here. No, yeah, you're right. You're um, right. technically right. And and so I was thinking that all Glory did was kind of like keep in place and just stay in the game because obviously they scored off that mistake. But the other thing that was like curious in my mind is they've been scoring goals for fun recently and maybe they've just like reverted back to the mean because prior to that they were dominating game and just couldn't finish. And then all of a sudden they play Sorrento, have six shots and it's 5-0. Uh, sorry, 5-1. Five, five, they go and play Armadale have four shots and it's three, three, two, just like that. And so I'm going, okay, well, maybe they're kind of reverting back to the mean there. So are they creating like, I mean, you, you get a little bit of statistical insight from some of your mates. You are, are they creating better chances than, than the average chance? Like, is that why they're scoring so many goals? I, I think, I think they have been creating better chances, but I do think that they just create the same, like the, 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 we'll wait to see what these stats from this week come down to, but I don't think it'll be much different and say, okay, today they created four less chances than they've been doing on the average. I think they may have created one or two less chances um, or, or super chances than they do on the average. 
But I think what's been amazing for them is that they've been clinical. And again, you've got Chuck Dorr, you've got um, Daryl Nickel, and these guys are clinical strikers. But at the same time, clinical strikers can go through a rough patch where they might not score for two games. And we're going, oh, what's going on? What's wrong with them? And then bang, and a hat trick comes up yeah. again. The guy scored eight goals so far this season. So like, is he... He's clearly probably been overperforming to his still high standard, but eight goals in what seven games? Yeah, but he's been doing it for a while now. I know that's that's, so, that's, I, that's I, what I, I think mean. That is his. Uh, that is about his his standard. Like he's just yeah, un- unbelievable. But oh man, I don't, I don't know. I just I have no idea. But I just I'm loving every. Every Saturday, going out, seeing the results, seeing the goals fly in, uh, or, or not, if I can get Squatty to update or not. Um, but it's just so much fun. Uh, it's going to be very, very interesting uh, to see, yeah, where things go from here. Uh, let's get a let's get an aim from you for Bayswater. What's what's the goal for this season? Just please make top four. That's all I've been asking you guys for the last four years. <laughs> just please, just top four. The goal from the start of the season was a podium finish, so one, two, or three. That was the goal. That was the end goal. Top yep. four. And then what happens in top four happens in top four. So, yeah. All right. Well, James Collins, thank you so much for joining us. It's been an absolute Before pleasure. Before you go, can we bring back the old questions we used to ask? Oh, absolutely. Oh, you want to ask him if he's a if he's a Harry Potter fan or a... I was going to ask him if he's a better dancer than Dumba, but sure. Okay. Well, first of all, are you a better dancer than Dumba? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, the old question, occasionally we just blow the dust off it and drag it out from the archives. Uh, Hunger Games, Twilight or Harry Potter? Harry Potter. Oh, I knew it. I knew he was a Harry Potter man. He's a uh, Slytherin guy or a Gryffindor guy? <laughs> yeah. uh, well, the fact that I know one of the actors in it doesn't shouldn't really play a difference, but uh, yeah. Oh, uh, what personally? Tom Felton. Oh, really? Yeah. What's he like? Hey, he's a good guy. He's all right. Yeah. yeah. Don't, haven't seen him much. Haven't seen him for a long time. But yeah. Well, once he hit maybe, once he hit it big, maybe once. Like, I don't need you when, anymore. When I was about two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh, Tom Fenton's good mate, uh, James Collins, thank you again for coming into the studio. It's been an absolute pleasure and good luck for the rest of the season. Uh, all the best. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers, Tom. We'll be back with part two after this. And before we dive back into part two, we just want to send a quick thank you out to Balance and Revive Massage Therapy, our latest sponsors here at the Perth Football Podcast. And if you want to get 10% off remedial and sports massages, just go and say hi uh, from the Perth Football Podcast. Use the code PFP23. Uh, that's PFP23. And you get 10% off all remedial and sports massages at Balance and Revive. You can find them in Carambine at 1 Hobson's Gate. And we're back for part two. James Collins is out. You missed a chat with James Collins, GM, Josh Chiat. You would have loved to have chat to James Collins. Yeah, that's sad. Ginger was a great player. Yeah, he was. Uh, it was not the James Collins uh, that I was expecting. Damn Unfortunately, Damn I had I, I had all my that. stats. Re- oh, you knew that it wasn't going to be him. Yeah, okay. already. Yeah, all right. Yeah, don't pulling, let them behind pulling the curtain. down the veil. Don't let them behind the curtain. You could break that fourth wall. It's flimsy enough as it is. Um, since you're here, Josh, it's great to have you back. Um, and West Ham have finally used their powers for good. We already did a bit of Premier League chat, but since we've got the West Ham fan in here, you've in the past taken points off us in title races and then failed to return the favour when we were all hoping for that Andy Carroll header on the final day of the season that was going to beat Manchester City. Um, you've taken points off Arsenal this year now to hand the title to Manchester City. Just Manchester City's best uh, friends. Excuse me, we did the job against Manchester City Last year, we kept you in the title race, and then yeah, Aston yeah, Villa, and then Coutinho and Gerard. We already talked a little day. bit about that day, so we're not going to talk about that day. Um, but you are now using the powers for good. Whatever voodoo you cast over David De Gea uh, over the week certainly worked. As yeah, uh, flappy. I, was, I wasn't. I wasn't expecting that for the the Sunday midnight kickoff or whatever it was over in England. Unbelievable, guys! Is David De Gea's time done in the Premier League? See, isn't he? On 14 clean sheets currently, top of... It's funny, league. isn't it? Yeah. But he also has, yeah. tied with Hugo Lloris, the most mistakes uh, leading directly to a goal this I did season. See that. yeah. That's incredible given how much football Hugo Lloris has missed. Yeah, that's, actually, that's a really good shout. That's also, really good I'm shout. really upset that Tommy's not in here because did you see um, Big Sam's first uh, big lineup change uh, for Leeds? Dropped Ilan Melier. Ilan Melier for... Uh, brought in Rob Les. Well, Rob Les, who... He probably hasn't been it. a regular starter in the Premier League for about no, seven years. I've, I've, I remember him getting the Robles against uh, Liverpool a couple of times when he was wearing blue. Um, that, that's Sam Allardyce classic. He's coming. Wait, wait, wait. Like, is this Everton's Robles? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy who, like, the shot went and he 
dived the other way. He yeah. walked. He like turned around and like he didn't dive. He turned oh, around yeah. and ran after the ball. Yeah, yeah I, we got about Sam Allardyce, who's about a hundred years old, who's come back and he's like, oh. Somebody I remember from the last time I was in the Premier League. My favorite thing is he's just like, no, none of these coaches are better than me when it comes to football intelligence. Oh, and, my and God. He's, 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 been, he's been doing that for years. But he's honestly, like, just why Why do you not have a job then? It's the, guy out on the, it's the guy out on the street begging for change and then saying, like, I would be the best CEO if anyone had given me a bloody job. Yeah. Well, wasn't he trying to, like, sell bungs to <laughs> – he won one game as England manager and then he – got caught on uh, on video trying to, like, sell uh, tips to agents or something like that. Who knows? I, I would not put anything past the, yeah, that. that yeah, he lost past, his past job, the like, great straight away. Wasn't it, did he also order a pint of wine as well? <laughs> anyway. I mean, I'm all about that. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. You can get, otherwise, you have to keep going up and asking for another glass every time you finish the glass. Just have a pint that can last you all night. I don't know, unless he was necking it, then and I, that wouldn't put... I wouldn't put that past him either. Uh, anyway, he is not the best manager in the world. He is not up there with Klopp. He's not up there with Guardiola. There is like this, I did hear someone on, I think it was Football Weekly or something this week saying like, I, I do think he isn't quite given the credit he deserves, um, but not quite getting the credit you deserve is a far cry from saying you are the best in the world and, and you're up there with Klopp and Guardiola. I love the way he also says, I'm not saying I'm better than them. No. But I'm as good as, as them. As good. If he's saying if he'd been given the Manchester City job at the same time that Guardiola was given it, there would be no difference. He'd have the same number of titles. Maybe he thinks they'd have won the Champions League by what now. Do you, what do you think, Kalichi? <laughs> he's clearly wrong, right? But like playing playing devil's advocate and thinking about the amazing job that he did at Bolton, then yeah, you go, okay, well look, maybe if he because again, he was an innovative manager who brought in like foreign players who brought in different nutritions and he used like technology in a really cool way. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, but then, but then but, Pep's but, been doing it for. Yeah, sure. And, and, and so my, 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 my thing there is bra like mediocre managers have gotten really good jobs. Like think about like Lampard, right? Think about my favorite who, who, who Lampard is. Lampard keeps getting jobs. He's oh, oh, like, pushed under the bus on the Perth football podcast like, as well. Like, Frank, if you're listening and you want to write a reply, Forest were looking for a job, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forest were looking for a coach. So, but like, I was going to say, like Andres Vias Boas as well, right? Like this guy kept getting jobs. Like he's a keep giving them checks all star with the amount of jobs that he's got. But somehow, like he was like the cut rate Mourinho. Yeah, but somehow, like Sam can't. So, like, what's what's going on there, there that yeah. you can't get a job well, in this, in this, this industry is, that is like so short of supply of good managers? So exactly what I said, right? Like, it's maybe he doesn't get the recognition he deserves, but saying his Pep Klopp level is just absolute nonsense. And it's probably that that means as people are like, yeah, I don't, I don't really trust this guy because he's, well, we, he's already did, lying to me. We did mention how he lost the English job, right? Like, mm, yes, I'm sure, that's that's going to play into some people's minds. <laughs> All right, um, we're going to move on. Oh, well, one little quick uh, anecdote that I just heard before we move on to the women's NPL and talk a bit to Betham about his coaching because he's uh, the head coach of Hammersley Women's and he has been for three years. Is that correct? Yeah, it is. All yeah. right. Before we get onto that, I want to tell you a little anecdote about John Moss that I just heard on the football ramble. Did you know that John Moss has shut up shop and opened a shop of his own selling uh, vinyl records. And I want to put this to you two, Kalichi and Josh. The the name of the store is a play on words. And I want you to try and guess. It's like a, it's a pun. You, You know what a play on words is. I know it's your second language, but you are actually very, very good at it. And I'll give you one last little hint that might give it away. It, I have actually had to call up the Perth Football Podcast lawyers to say, like, is he infringing on our copyright with um, with one of our podcasts? The full time whistle, Dogs Eye Records. Oh, hang on, I, I got I got our um I got our podcast. <laughs> oh, the name final up. whistle. Yep, close though. The final blow. No, the final whistle. Is, but... is it like a play on football and on records? Yes. Yeah. You were so close. You just need to change one word. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. I'm gonna have to tell you. Final whistle. Final blow. Oh, it sounded like you said it. The vinyl whistle. Uh, the vinyl. The vinyl. <laughs> John okay. Moss is selling records at a store called the vinyl, vinyl whistle. whistle. How good is that? That's lovely. All right. Well, um, before we actually do get on to all this uh, women's NPL action from the weekend, we do need to get to everybody's favorite segment. Or girl. Of course, 
Uh, now, no naughty girls this weekend. We did have a couple of naughty boys, and I, I did look up the um, the Sorrento one. I do, oh, who was the? Did we get who the player was? I think it was Jackson. It was one. Well, we had red hair, so uh, we're going to say tom- it's not Chris Jackson. I'll, I'll say tomato. You say tomato. Um, but where? Yeah. Anyway, it was it was hilarious because it was one of these um, fullback tracking a run from the winger. And just not quite getting that. He's already on a yellow. Absolutely cuts him in half. And the reaction is he just rolls over and face down in the dirt, waits for the referee to come over, gets up, gives him a look, and just is like, yeah, I know. I'm off. I'm off. As I said to Kalichi, it was like, he was the, what did you say, Kalichi? He was the nicest, naughtiest boy. The best naughty boy we've had all season. He, he got caught with his hand in the cookie jar and he just said, I'll take my spanking. Where's the wooden spoon? Let's go. He's actually been terrific for the season as well. And uh, he was out there watching North Beach get trounced by North Perth last week as well. So shout out Jackson. Maybe come watch us what, again this what week. What was the score there? 3-1. 3-1. Didn't you have a 7-0 recently or something? That was yesterday. That was yesterday, a, a, right? A trounce. That, that's a big call. I'd call 3-1 win a trouncing. <laughs> yeah. It was 3-0. Yeah. But especially when you've just won 7-0 as well. Was, like, you know what was, a trouncing is. It was 3-0 and it should have been like 4 or 5. So I do, I do, We've won a game 10-0 this that, year. The, Calm down. 7-0 <laughs> um, has uh, brought me up to a point that I did want to raise as well. Uh, I'm, I'm going to give this this man a naughty boy. I, I don't know his name, but he posted this publicly, right? So I've got no problem talking about it. Um, but Kalichi put, uh, put up a post to say thanks to a referee who did double games back to back. It's very hard. I couldn't run for 90 minutes, let alone 180 minutes. And I know at your level, Kalichi, you don't have to run really, but it's... Yeah, the 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 post back was saying something. Kalichi was just saying thank you. It's great that you did it. And I know it's like uh, you know hard to run out there for for three hours straight. Um, and then someone decided to put up a post to say nope, he's shit. He's not up to the standard required. Um, and you know the the usual crap you get from from football players and fans or whatever had something to do with the team that just lost seven nil. And I'm just thinking, mate. You're up here ranting that maybe... He was effing shit. Football West need to put some effort into training these guys. He's not volunteering their time. They're not volunteering their time. It's a paid position. They need to be held accountable. Yeah, get well, the hell for, out for, of here. First of all, the idea that they're getting paid so much... So that, you get to, to scream and yell at them. Yeah, and, and like, guys, I've seen what Nova wears, and he's been one of the, like, good referees. He, he's not on that much money. They don't make that much money. Did, did, did you see the gorgeous? Uh, sorry, just just aside. Did you see the gorgeous pink getup he was wearing in the uh, the Jaguars game? I thought that was uh, lovely, lovely. I thought that was spectacular. He looked like a Palermo player. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when, where was I going with that? I got absolutely. Oh, sorry. I uh, was um, complaining I, about the guy complaining about. Yes, the yes. So um, when your team's just lost seven nil, to have the gumption to go and say that someone else is not up to the required <laughs> standards, <laughs> mate. Maybe your team's not up to the required standard if you're losing seven nil. I'm just saying. I'm just right, throwing and, that out there. And everybody complaining about, oh, well, the referees couldn't be bothered showing up to our game this week. There is a bit of a referee shortage going on, and uh, comments like that are not conducive to solving it. So yeah, I was I was going to leave this for later, but Keep I did. Keep it in your pocket. I was going to leave this for later, but I did want to give uh, the referee, his name was Evan um, Georgeopoulos. Shout out to me. Uh, Evan Jodopoulos. Uh, Nova's made a What for the pronunciation? Well. Yeah. Well, buddy, well, buddy. You just buddy. give yourself a There's a lot out. of O's, a lot of U's, a lot of Greeks, P's. Greek's your third language. <laughs> um, and, and so, yeah, again, thank you so much for that. He did the, he was in the middle for the reserves and the middle for the first team. And it turns out, and this is from one of the refereeing coordinators, that every refereeing for the Amateur Cup, they did the reserves and the first team, every single one of them. Fantastic. And that's yeah. because we have such a shortage. Yeah. And, and the so reason we have such a shortage of referees is because of idiots like uh, he who shall not be named. And so, so, so massive shout out to that. It's, look, it's really appreciated, Evan. Really do appreciate it. And again, if you want to get better referees, maybe pay more in fees so that it could be subsidized for the referees. Maybe pay more in fees so that the referees don't have to pay so much. Maybe play in a better standard so you can get better referees. Got no idea. Maybe play NPL so you can get better referees. Or if you want even better referees, maybe go play Premier League. Yeah, if you want to get good referees, be a good player. Be a better player. Yeah. And Josh, what were you going to say? If you think you know more than the referees, maybe take a course and become a referee because you might be refereeing NPL and A-League someday. Yeah, because you're, you're, you're so good. So yeah, like that that is the exact extent of shortage that we're at, that every single amateur cup game needed one yeah. referee to referee two games to let it continue. And, so and, thank you to all the referees. And for then, get there. the beat button ready. But then for... Nah, don't worry about it. You can edit that later. For whole idiots like this guy to jump on and abuse and say how shit one of those players is, or one of those referees is. Sorry, I still need to do this. Thanks. <laughs> Especially when you're so shit that your team lost 7-0. So, yeah.
All right, that's enough of your um, that's enough of your uh, hard editing work there, Kalichi. I'll stop <laughs> so that um, you can actually. If get you want to hear all of what Sean said, listen to the end of the podcast, <laughs> and I'll leave it unedited for you at the end. Yeah, do we need to have like a five second pause, and we're like, and we're back. Yes. <laughs> Appreciate that. All right, well, let's get on to some women's football. We've got. Oh no, in... there was another red card. Oh, we yes, of course, uh, there was, was and there. we. That's yeah. why you were here. That's why we brought you in because oh. we didn't see it. Perth, uh, what happened? They they went down four goals. They also went down a man. Yeah, so it was uh, Jordan Deleo going through uh, Kate straight red. Fernal, I think. Well, see, here here was where the argument was. So Jordan Deleo was already on a yellow card. He's made the challenge, and he's done same as um your man before from the Sorrento game. He's sort of stood up straight away and he knows he's going off, right? Because he's already on the yellow card, but the straight red gets pulled out. Ooh. So that's where the argument comes into it. I, I, don't know, like, I don't know if that means that you could appeal it and challenge it once that's done. It, it was it was maybe line ball to me from where I was. I, I thought it would line be ball a for yellow. a yellow or line ball for a red. Line ball maybe between a yellow and a red. It it, it looked it looked to me like it it should have been a yellow from where I was. But obviously the referees have seen it uh, another way, and there was a bit of discussion about that after the game. There's a bit of discussion about a tackle earlier on on uh, on, on Jeremy and Bay as well, who went off with a knee injury. Um, you know Perth were just. Uh, just, just separately on that, you know, Perth were decimated in that game, so they lost. They lost to Leo. Uh, that was that was sort of like, you know, going down four nil. I think they conceded two goals after it, but going down four nil, that was like the cherry on top of the shit cake. Yeah. Well, we we won't dive too much back into that. As <laughs> because, I said before, because they'd already lost in Bay and they'd lost in Marino, who uh, pulled his hammy he taking a corner. Does he? He just keeps going. Uh, go listen to Josh and Tommy talk about that on the full time whistle. Um, uh, it was a good performance from Sterling Lyons, as you uh, mentioned on the on that pod, uh, Josh. But uh, we will move on. Mm. We've got Betterman here. He is the head coach of the Hammersley women's team. Has been for three years. How'd you get started? How'd you get that job? And uh, tell us about the journey with the girls, ladies, women. I don't know what. To, I always feel bad, weird about that because, like, I say I say the boys, but then if I say the girls, I feel like I'm not being equitable. But I kind of, I'm kind of saying the same thing. Anyway, what, what have you, what's your experience? Have you called them girls and then got punched in the face? Or uh, no, I do not. I don't say girls because I know that I'll uh, get bashed afterwards. <laughs> Ladies or women's? It's fine. very violent. Yeah, <laughs> in my experience, well, especially when it's one of you and like twenty of them. It's yeah. Them. <laughs> yeah. Um, didn't actually mean to get into coaching. It just kind of happened. Someone that I knew from uni games going um, across for futsal. Bumped into her one day, ECU Open Day. She was like, hey, our team is a coach. And I was kind of like, oh, I don't really want to. Kind of got peer pressured going down to it one training. And now three years later, I mean. Uh, well, there it is, peer pressure, how all great stories begin. <laughs> Kalichi can tell you a few stories about that. But well, where, where are you at now with the, uh, with the ladies? What's, uh, what division are you in and how's the season going? Oh, it's been good. When I took over, they'd just come from Metro Div 1 to Amateurs. I know all the, all the names have changed now, but I'll keep it nice and simple for ease. Um, took them to Amateurs, took a season and figured out what I was doing, because obviously brand new to it. Realised, all right, I got my shit together. I know what I need to do. Next season, we won. Fucking swearing. It makes his job so hard. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, season after, once I got my things together, I uh, took out the league, took out our series, unfortunately lost in the cup final. Didn't have a goalkeeper, had to put my striker and keeper, which was fun. I was actually had to get an early flight back from Brisbane because I was playing football comp there to make it back. Bittersweet because, well, a bit disappointed. I was like, told the girls, I'm like, look, if you don't win and I've come back early, you've got to pay for my flight. Fair enough. Yep. They didn't, um, obviously. <laughs> um but then we made the decision with the girls because a lot of them had played metros, played very he social. Girls, he said he doesn't do that. I was testing you. <laughs> with the ladies. Yep. Because quite a few of them, I've kept the core, developed them, obviously brought in a few new players, trying to find that mix of, because they've played socially, trying to keep it competitive but social but fun. Again, ask the girls, do you want to stay in amateurs, have a bit of fun, win again, or do you want to test ourselves? Girls are like, no, we want to see what we can do. So obviously we're in State League, Women's League Div 1, whatever the hell it's called now. I just call it State League for ease. Um, and we're doing well. We haven't lost a game yet. We haven't conceded a goal yet. Oh, 
Can't do much better than this. Is Kalichi's just got all <laughs> excited as a one nil is plenty defensive man. Uh, he's going to want to be coming down and seeing some just, of your I coaching. Was just, I was more thinking he was going to do the drive-by on Curtin and just say it through first <laughs> Curtin. But no one no one took that, so I'll have to take the drive-by this time. Yeah, that's not like you, Josh. Just sitting there quietly while the drive-by for Curtin was on the table. Oh, Kalichi had his own 7-0 wins to talk about. So. We, we won't talk much a bit more about Curtin because it was another, was it 11 this week? Um, Josh ran the numbers anyway and, and found out that they are not on tra- they're on track to keep it under 200 goals conceded this season. Well, it depends if you believe in rounding. Yeah, I do. So what what are they on track for? One one nine nine point five. All right, no, none of that. Uh, I didn't I didn't want to do that. I got baited into it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, let's talk about uh, teams that are faring a little bit better. Then, um, well, obviously, your team's faring faring a lot better. Uh, do you keep tabs on the the Wims MPL to catch any of those games as well? Uh, yeah, I keep tabs on both leagues. Obviously, my own league just to see what's going on. See who to worry for, who it's not to. It's kind of your job, so. Yes. Uh, if you want to see an entertaining game, two weeks away, ask for UW, top of the table clash. Ooh, that could Korean be Open space, come down. Do they, do, they, do they have decent footy screen? I'll, I'll make sure there's some something on. What do you like? Where, where are you playing? Uh, Korean Open space. Korean Open space. Are we going to get any dogs get running? Jo, go, jo, get Joe. Jo, hopefully Joe's going to be there, but yeah, get Joe to make sure they've got some sort of Hammersley burger for us and we'll, we'll be there. Hammersley burger? Oh, I'll talk to them out. <laughs> All right. Well, let's cast our eyes over to that uh, MPL. And uh, before we do, Kalichi, did you have the other uh, little snippet to um, to play, or do we? Oh, or should I give you a minute uh, while yeah, you, me while a you minute. cue that one up? You let the dogs out. Oh, let the dogs out. <laughs> you can fix it. Dogzos? No, Josh. Not dogzos. Not this week. No, this is not the dogzo section. Actual dogs, once again. The Ro- sequel, Rosalie Sean, Cuss. the sequel. Kalichi, as someone who loves playing on a dog park of his own, we have now seen the top level of women's football in this state uh, besieged yet again by one of our furry, four-legged canine friends. Uh, Nova's solution last year was simple to Lily Bailey when, when this happened. Boot the dog out of the way and, and save <laughs> and save the goal. Don't focus no, on no, the No, i got to say, I watched that game in person. That dog did not... In Peter, whatsoever. Again, if I'm in goals and I concede, I'm looking around and seeing what can I use to my advantage. No, that, ref, no that that dog was nah, <laughs> nah, that dog was like the beach ball in the uh, <laughs> Liverpool. <laughs> the Liverpool yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, this, uh, this no, was, there was no way that goal should have said that was a horrendous. Jeez, pe- they, people are just loving bringing up really traumatic memories today, <laughs> aren't they, Glitchy? Talking about the final days of the season. I, d- I do want to say, if there is one like lobby that you don't want to go up against, it's the dog lobby. Oh, they are. I could tell you right now. Dog lovers. Uh, dog lovers are crazy, and they love dogs more than they love people, especially yeah. people who look like me. What? Wait, so whenever... <laughs> <laughs> I, I yeah, played, my dogs don't like you. <laughs> I, I played a, in a league in Kalgoorlie where they, they, actually, actually. they actually outlawed uh, people from bringing dogs to the games. Oh yeah, it, like no no dogs. Is that no, league is that league done now? Like that yeah, people firebomb no, the league. Nobody watches, of course, because you're you anti dog. It's yeah, honestly. So um, so we've been watching. Has anyone seen Mister In Between? TV series. No. So it's streaming on binge. I don't know if it's anywhere else, but you haven't seen this either, Kalichi. It's I've only just started watching it. It is one of my top five. All time already. I absolutely love this show. It's about a hitman named Ray. Anyway, lots of lots of obviously murder because he's a hitman. Um, but very interesting character. I won't go into that. Well, I'll get onto that on Sean's um, Mister In Between podcast that'll start up soon um, here at the Hush Connective. Uh, but there there was one scene. So a lot of violence, a lot of people getting killed. You can see why and I won't watch the it. The right? only scene. No, honestly, like you watch The Sopranos, you will you will love this show um, because it is actually very very good. The the one scene out of all of this. Um, and it's not gory, but of all this murder, a guy got like an axe put in his arm at one point. But but the moment that he shot a dog that was attacking him, like an, an attack dog, that was that was Maddie's worst moment. Because as an avid dog lover, she's like, I can see as many people get shot as I want, but you can't shoot dogs. Oh, yeah, it's awful. They, they are there's like a, that. Yeah, there's a scene in Sotsi, the um, South African film, which is like that. It does hit you different yeah. when you see like an animal get like shot on his show. Sorry, can, can we, can, it, can we go it, back? Does it hit you differently? Because, you know, if a human dies, I'm like, man, you shouldn't have killed that human. <laughs> Talking to the microphone, mate. Um, can, can we yeah. get back to this dog, which somehow managed to teleport Yes, what happened? Did someone, sh- no one shot this dog? I'm assuming. No. no I, did you see that, Bitten? 
I mean, didn't see it in person. Yeah, either there's very bad pegging on that net, or that Settle dog's down. just superhuman or something. <laughs> The, 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 best, the best thing is that um, Tommy Dolman was scheduled to go to commentary on this game and the, the, the dog's in the net and he's just... He was there. He was there and he's, it's, it's so dry and it's, and, and it's just so matter of fact. He's Can like, you imagine? And we're, going to have, and we're going to have to have a break in play here. Because there's a dog on that. Oh, man. Can you imagine the fun we would have had with that, Josh, if we were all the cops for that one? It would not have been as professional as uh, as Tommy Dolman's. No, he's uh, he's unwavering that oh, man. He, you just you you cannot flap him. We've said it before. He is unflappable. But uh, it's not good enough, is it, for the top level of football in in Perth? I don't know. Did they have the um? Because because when I've been down to Subiaco in the past, they've had like the fencing around. Was there just a hole in the fencing? Was the, the dog small enough to crawl through the gap? How did it get I through? think there was a little... This dog's got that. some moves, man. You saw the way it went through that net. <laughs> this dog moves different. Yeah, I think that dog was being like trained for, you know, like like show dogs. Yeah. It was like being trained to like do the slalom, the slalom thing that they do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah very, he's got very, some very agile. I was actually doing dog training literally just before I drove here. We were doing like smelling training and yeah, it's... um. No, that there was, there's no like... It, it looked like just an open space. It looked like Korean open space. <laughs> well, the, Sorrento do have, not Sorrento, sorry, Subiaco, they do have fencing, but it's very like... Piecemeal? Oh, I'm trying to be nice here because <laughs> I know there's Subi people, but... Shit. Yeah, not the vet. It's a fence you could drive a car through? <sighs> yeah, probably, honestly. But if you watch that video, you just see the owner of the dog, no care in the world, just letting it happen. Dog stuck in the net, just walking past. No? Don't want to call out any dog owners because I'll probably get killed. But oh, like. it's a, yeah, don't, yeah, you don't. Don't get in well, the fight. To, to be fair, dog lobby, dog lobby, same thing. To be fair, the dog teleported through the net, so potentially <laughs> very like opposite, the opposite sides well. of the political spectrum: the dog lobby and the gun lobby. But um, they've yeah. got the, they've got the they've got the horseshoe curve, though, bro. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get back to some of the scores. Um, yeah, I was going to ask you, what was the score in that game, Kalichi? In the Subiaco game? Yes, it was a four-one Red Star. Uh, Tommy had a few notes for us here. Couldn't uh, make it in today because he's got to do a rental inspection. And like knowing Tommy, he did. He did try to get on the. No, board. no, no. I I'm not. I'm not uh, having a go at Tommy for anything. But knowing Tommy, seeing the meticulous notes he keeps, can you imagine <laughs> that cleaning his house takes any more than five minutes? He is the neatest, most organized man I've ever met in my life. Does, does he just leave all the mess at home? Is that the same? We'll I can't, I can't, yeah, it might be specific to football. I'm not sure. Yeah, we might have to. Why has he never invited us over for a board game night? The prick. <laughs> anyway, he did give us a few notes uh, from this game. Uh, Rana Kagami, what a player, he said. Uh, hat-trick for Red Star and a chance for the gold medal. What have you seen of her, Josh, this year? Rana Kagami? Yeah. Yeah, she's very classy. She's Knows what's behind her. Lots of um, lots of flicks. Moves the ball quickly. I think it was a. Did, did she have a goal in this game? There was one game where she had a goal. It was a good finish from sort of the edge of the area. Well, she had a hat trick. He said. I think she plays futsal as well. Yeah. Have you seen her? Haven't seen too much of her in futsal. I know there's a Japanese team that's been playing Alliance. That Alliance, yes, very nice people. Um, they've made me want to learn Japanese because I just want to speak to them because they're so kind. Okay, start him off, Kalichi. Ichini, Sanchi, Go, Roku, Sichi, Hachi, Oh, look at this man. He speaks it better than he speaks English. Start <laughs> studying up on your English, mate. Um, <laughs> uh, his second point was there's a dog on the pitch in the same game if you want to bring it up. I don't think we're going to waste our time talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> and But he did really want to point out, to give credit to Subiaco. How am I going to name this episode? Eh? Like, <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's your job, mate. I, I like that it was in his notes. Was it like a? Was it four one? Was that? Was that? The yeah, result? that was four the one. result. Yeah, four, four one. There was a hat trick, and the next most important thing was the dog. <laughs> but but also just like it was one line. If you want to bring it up, um, he also wanted to give credit to Subiaco about the way they went about it. He said they they dug in, they battled hard. Um, I mean, they are the second worst team in the league, but obviously not not right now. No. Oh wait. Or is it is Balcata in the uh, in oh, the no 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 I think they they, still they are down they are by yeah. one point but they haven't played brings Belcata us on yet. nicely this is how you do a segue brings us on nicely to Balcata though what is going on there Kalichi we were expecting them to be a little bit better than they have been the only game I've managed to catch from them was their NTC uh, or the the second half of that NTC game but yeah it's it's not happening yeah I looked it up and it's one win and one draw and the one win was first game of the season against Curtin mm. and so. Was Sadie playing this week? 
I think she was eligible to play. I'm not too sure if she did play. Um, but yeah, the 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 idea that I can only I, I don't know what to put it down on, right? Like I could understand that Tia's coming back from a bad injury. Um, but this is a very, very solid side. Um, these are solid players with great technique. They've got experience. They've been playing with each other for quite a while. So it's interesting to think about what is going on right now that the Rolts aren't coming. Well, because I know a few girls from Bakara, and, I mean, they're a great team. I think I watched them in that first game against Curtin. I mean, couldn't really judge them too much. Yeah, cause, I mean, it, was, it means nothing. It was yeah. mostly defenders trying to score a goal against Curtin that game. Well... I, don't I remember having a game like that in uh, the Perth Gridiron League, Kalichi, when I was a uh, wide receiver and slash punt returner slash slot back. And um, there was one game against the uh, – the they were the fire. I'm trying to have a conversation with him, Josh. Stop putting <laughs> screens in front of his face. And uh, I was – I got – pilloried at the end of the game because the fire just got beat like seven or eight touchdowns to nothing every game. And I had one where I ran in and I didn't realize that one of my linemen behind me was like, you got to feed the big guy. Sure. I didn't know. I didn't know enough that I could never get a touchdown yeah, in his life. Lateral to the big guy. I didn't even know. Someone came out to me afterwards and said, Bro, you're not turning around and later, lateraling to your linesman? I'm like, I don't even know what lateral means. <laughs> Apart, well, I know what lateral means, but it's not in this context. Anyway. Well, little, I probably can say this. Um, end of last year, Balcata actually contacted me about potentially taking their first team. Um, Ooh, rumor mill. Oh, it's already in the past, though. I was like, it's really happening. <laughs> it's not really, yeah, hot goss. But yeah, okay, go on. Tell, tell us. us more. <laughs> um. I, well, I, had a, I had one or two NPL clubs contact me, but I mean, in the end, I wanted to kind of earn my way up, which is what I'm doing now with State League. One good season, I go up, I become the next curtain. I don't want that, you know. So I was like, thank you for the offer. Gives me, feels me with confidence, but I was like, I want to go up. <laughs> Sorry for the shots, curtain. <laughs> yeah, well, look. Uh... But yeah, so like, what do you what do you think is the issue that's going on there? Because again, they've got really good players. They've got They've got the Talis person that they needed to be up front there to score the goals. And so far, teams that they beat last year, they're not beating. Well, I want to preface this. Is, this is just my opinion. So don't attack me for this. That's, that's why you're on the podcast. We are going to attack you if we feel like it. I feel like their attack's very one-directional. They have set plays and set things they want to do. And if they can't operate that way, no the, plan B. The creativity isn't there. I feel like from the people I know and what they've done, teams need to be creative so that they have they can adapt to what needs to be done. All right, this isn't working. We can do this. Whereas if teams are set so much on this, how you should play, and it gets disrupted. So do you think that's co- coaching or player uh, issue in terms of players not being creative <laughs> I enough? I mean, Sadie, or, or Sadie Lawrence is now joining enough. the team, so she can definitely add some creativity in that. I, Josh was trying to help me out there by saying that uh, she was on the bench to start with. Well, she's named on the bench. Yeah, ah, I haven't well done, Josh. the game yet. You know, she'll definitely add a lot more because I think, I mean, it takes one good signing to ramp up the team and get things going. Again, sorry, Tim, I could be completely wrong. But that's just my opinion on Balcatter at the moment. No, that's absolutely... Do a drive-by on Balcatter <laughs> as well. Absolutely fantastic. Well, it was Mum FC getting up there and uh, Samantha Marshall-Mathers, uh, goal and two assists. Shout out to Sam Mathers. Last year she was playing in goal and she was helping out so much for that team. And um, we, we know that Tomo was singing her praises last season as a very young player who was just a utility in, in helping out right the way through the team. So good to see good things happening with her as well. And onto a team that you were excited to talk about, Kalichi Fremantle. They are... Kind of sort of tipped them. Coming along very nicely. Thank you for the words, Tommy Dolman. Uh, four unbeaten after losing their first two. Uh, and obviously this um, very, very big result on the weekend against the NTC. Tell us more because I don't have the scores in front of me. Yeah, it was 2-1. Yeah. Um, Frio scored first, scored early, Laura Waltman. Um, and I wanted to do. I wanted to have a, a chat about her and, and the way that she was playing. She made what our team of the year last year playing at centre back. Prior to that, shout out to Emma at the square ball, giving us some, some more information about it. Um, said that the game was a very competitive game, high intensity, um, that Fremantle won possession in quite a lot of times um, in, in high areas. It was really interesting and kind of foreshadowing what she said last week where she had watched the NTC games and said, look, they do play in specific patterns and there'll be opportunities 
where Perth SC won the ball up high but couldn't do anything with it. And I think that kind of played into fruition in this game as well. But going back to Laura, this is a person who, whenever you've seen her, she's diminutive but just really tough tackling, um, great on the ball. She does all these mazy dribbles quite a lot from centre back, but a lot of the times she will start off 80 yards from goal, get 40 yards from goal and then try to put a pass in. But the fact that she's now playing in this number eight position where she's further, farther up the field, um, able to do tackles, able to just get really involved in the game and get stuck in the game. It was further, wasn't it? It's farther. No, it's it's just, it's the one hang-up he has about the English language and then he'll go, but it's my second language. <laughs> it's father. It's father up the pitch. Um, is, it, is it though? What's the correct? I, I, it's father. I don't remember. You, you don't know? Because it's father. I've, further, further is degree and father yeah. is distance because it's really far away. Oh, my father's Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Anyway, as our squad is telling me, that was uh, nil-nil Fremantle NTC, um, <laughs> but a, a handy point to both sides. And I'm not sure whether that will mean that the table is readable um, on the squaddy. Has How many points behind a Frio on the uh, squatty table? Uh, Frio on the squatty table are on, it's very hard to read, surprise, surprise, on eight points. No, I believe they're three eight. behind in, in real life, not in squatty life. Okay, so they're, so they get an extra two points because they actually won and didn't They draw. actually won the so game, yeah, that's true. 10. It wasn't a nil-nil draw, no. Okay, so yeah. I think yes. it's four points separating the top four. Yep. Uh, and Tasty then... Tasty as well. Tasty as well. Yeah, so the, yeah, the, the, the top... Well, the top five in the the women's looks looks quite exciting. Um, bit of a gap back to the to the rest of the three, but I mean, hey, we got a title race. We got a title race absolutely between at least three teams, possibly four or five. Um, one of the teams that always struggles to be in a title race because as soon as a player starts really rolling, they get whisked off somewhere for trials. That's the Hyundai NTC, uh, and. Big shout out to your uh, to your girl Tanika Lala. She's off to Scotland. Scot- yeah. bo- we born in Scotland to do some trials for uh, Glasgow Women and Hearts, I believe. Thanks. I was going to say that. RTS, if you yeah, but absolutely unbelievable. Hats off to her. Shout out. Um, yeah, give her that round of applause if you can remember the button. <laughs> so, so loud. You've just scared everyone in their cars so on their ways to work in the morning, Kalichi. We, we've got like a hundred be- people in this studio. Like, yeah. Uh, if you want to come down, like, pay us a hundred bucks, you can come attend a live. Yeah. Studio so, audience. Uh, yeah. And and, and they and <laughs> the they are completely podcast. silent until we hit that applause button, and then they just go yeah, crazy. No, they just, like, they're very obedient. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, any more for any more in terms of the women's MPL? Anything else you want to talk about, Kalichi? Oh, Legend? just just adding on uh, Laura Waltman, great player. She's played a lot of futsal, which I feel like helps develop you better outdoor. I mean, I know I took a break from outdoor, went to futsal, got my shit together, <laughs> realized, oh, this is how you touch a ball properly. Oh, cool. Go back to out. You've just got to learn how to touch the balls properly. That's the uh, that's the most important thing. That's get, what you're getting get, indoor. Did he get taught early? You know, yeah. we've had Peggy and ball get touching. Did he get taught? Well, and and you're complaining about not having titles for the podcast. We're, Too many times. We're, we're, waste, we're wasting the uh, explicit content ta- tag on <laughs> the most silly things today. All right. Well, get explicit on not silly Sorry, things. Sorry, go. Go, 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 go. I ask for any more. Go. Go back to your ball touching. All I'm saying is, I watched a few. I've watched quite a few games with her and. Her playing futsal in a tight, compact area, she kills it, honestly. Every game, she doesn't drop off. You think, all right, someone else is going to be MVP. She scores a goal. She does a slight tackle back. She defends. She does everything. I have to apologize because when, when Betham came in, I, I said, talk, talk to us while it's, it's casual. Talk to us like we're your mates. <laughs> sort of throwing the odd swear, but it doesn't matter. Kalicia can edit it out. I didn't mean every third word, man. <laughs> oh, I thought I, it was the explicit <laughs> one. You did say it's the explicit one. Maybe that's the explicit one. Maybe that's the title of the pod. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Well done. All I want to bring up to is her success playing higher in the field is like no accident. When I heard her as a centre back, I was kind of like, she'd be wasted sitting there, but she was doing solid. Now she's moving up, she's doing more. Not surprised. She's a great player. Yeah, yeah, she is a fantastic player. I've seen her at fullback, seen her at centre half, seen her. Yeah, I think, think they also had some um, MPL players back in Tash Rugby being back as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you mean A League? A League, my bad. Oh, and Abby Green. Yeah. All right. Big well, signing. She didn't play in the league last year. She was over east. Wowzers, trousers. Mm. Welcome right. back. Well, you guys can carry on, go and get a late night coffee and carry on chatting. But this is the end of the podcast. So I will say one more time any more for any more. Be 
kind to referees, guys. Please. We, we honestly, we don't deserve them. So let's appreciate them while they're here because when they're gone, you're going to be whinging and moaning about not having referees. So Ooh, while yeah. you have them, just be grateful that you've this, got them. Uh, the, the NFL was the perfect case study the year they had a referee strike and they got all these referees up from leagues below. And it was, and, and it was no different to football, no different to any other sport in the world. Everyone complained that the referees were terrible. They didn't know how to do their jobs. They were awful. They had one season without them and brah, it was a shambles. Like just referees from the division below or the CFL or whatever, just could not do that job. Like, and, and people complain that Premier League referees are the same. These guys are the best in the fucking world, you idiots. Like, yeah, they're, they're, like they are. They just are. And I, I don't know what else you expect. So, yeah, grow up, get over it, and um, we'll talk to you next week. Nothing for Josh? Oh, no, I, 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 I did say I was overhearing you before, and I have, uh, I have two oh, Sam, Sam Cook references <laughs> that Collegio was never pull up before. So, so uh, Sam Cook has punched that ball into the goal, tried to claim it, and, uh, and since then, uh, basically, the, the house has been lit on fire and Perth are cascading down the table. Doing these foolish things. Oh, lovely. Well, also, can, can they also, can they get things back on track, though? Could they, can they come back to a title challenge uh, this year? Well, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Very good. We'll see you next Sam week. Cook saying Rome wasn't built in a day. <laughs> we'll see you next week, boys and girls. Thank you so much. Bye. To Luke. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 <laughs>